It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation's semi-annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal, too. Schedule a no-obligation in-home estimate now. Call 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All right, we're back. It is Marks and Reese with no Reese and no Fritz. John Marks, Tom Kelly, TK, Dan Wilson producing uh, uh, most of the days this week. Buzz for for Jack Fritz. And joining us right now as he does every Tuesday in studio, Elliot Shore Parks, ESP. What up? How you guys doing? How are you? What's up, Elliot? Excited to work with Tom, man. I I never get the chance to be in studio. This is the one guy I think might have hotter takes than me on Twitter. The only one at the studio. That's an honor, Elliot. Yeah, I mean, you are guy, Mr. Hot Take. This guy lets it fly on Twitter. Yeah, I mean, he you you have uh, you have taken to. I would say you're on the Elliot tree as far as uh, Twitter takes. Yeah, I mean, I try to I, I try to keep him hot. Try to keep him spicy. He just keeps it honest. That's really what it is. Exactly. Well, believe me, we're I just know. the two people here. You know that that unafraid to keep it honest. All right, so well, we're not afraid to say what everybody else. <laughs> voice of the voiceless. Man. All right, That's what so I say. let's start off with the for, with the Niners and the perspective. Debo last night actually didn't say anything. He hung up because he didn't want to say anything. Right? So Zach yeah. Gelb asked him about it, and he clearly he's probably been told to stop talking about it even though the head coach has talked about it semi-recently and numerous players have talked about it. Um, so, I, I mean, I I don't remember this ever really happening before where they clearly feel like, at least this is my perspective, the 49ers players clearly believe that they would have beaten, not only would they have beaten the Eagles, Robbie Gould talked about how Jay, they would have made Jalen Hurts beat them, and he didn't, like, didn't seem like he thought that that was going to happen. It feels like the 49ers really don't think the Eagles are all that good of a team and that they're actually the superior team. It's one thing to be disappointed because you lost your quarterbacks and you're disappointed you didn't get a chance to fairly play in the game. Not that that matters from an Eagles perspective, but they feel like that, they, that they're a better team than the Eagles and they know they are. Yeah, I, I think that what you're seeing from them, and I was down there on Radio Row after the Super Bowl. Christian McCaffrey was there. like All the Niners were there. And yes, they were all complaining about this. But I think to act like this is something unique, every time a team loses, I, like every time I'm in a locker room after the Eagles lose, no, it's not to this extent, but you can tell like the Eagles will leave the field and think, yeah, we're the better team. We just messed up. Or, you know, they say it in so many words. I think the difference here is deep down, Eagles fans know 
there's some truth to what the 49ers are saying. And that's why this has become such a big deal. That's why we're so cl- – we talk about it yeah, all but, the time. But, that's why we're clinging to it so much. I, because I, they lost their quarterback, and it completely impacted the game. Of course it impacted the game. They didn't have a chance to win. They didn't have Correct. a quarterback and that could throw the And that's what the Niners are saying. Yeah, yeah, no, that's not what the Niners are saying. What the Niners are saying, we're a better team than then, and we didn't get a chance to play in the game. It's one thing to say, you know what, damn it, I man, I, I love my team, and I, I wish we would have had Brock Purdy. We would have won that game. It's different to say that than – they're almost saying the Eagles are trash. Like, that's the vibe I get from the from the Niners' standpoint is that Jalen Hurts is, isn't all that good, and the Eagles really are that, aren't all that good. We would have beaten them. And I don't feel like that at all. But, but that is what, to an extent, every team says when they lose. Like, let's use Jalen Hurts. He's amazing at the podium, never causes any problems, all those things. What he essentially says after games is we left money on the table, right? We 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 made mistakes. Yeah, credit to them, but we made mistakes. Every single team, every single athlete, when they walk off the field and they lose, still feels like they're better. That's what it is to be a professional athlete and to be uh, on a professional team. To have that supreme confidence of when you step out on the field or the court or, or the baseball diamond or whatever – feeling like you're the best. So I think what's happening with the Niners is they feel like they were the better team. They're wrong. Like, they are wrong about that, for sure. But they are correct to feel that them losing their quarterback had a massive impact on that game. Like, let's take the Super Bowl, the field. I get your point that the Eagles couldn't control the field. Both teams played on that field. The difference is only one team in the championship game lost two of their quarterbacks. Mm Mm-hmm. John, John Elliott's right, because I, I can only speak to the way I feel as a fan and the way I felt watching that game as a fan. And the way I felt watching that game was the second Brock Purdy got hurt, the over. game was over. Sure. Like There was no worry, all the butterflies, all the emotions going it into was an NFC championship game. It was done. It was boring. I mean, there was no drama. And to be honest, like if we're honestly assessing that game, the Eagles offense got shut down for the most part in the first half. They did not play very well. And while I still believe the Eagles are the better team, and I still believe the Eagles would have won. I mean, there's no doubt that's a much more competitive game, and I'm not dismissing the idea the 49ers could have won if Brock Purdy didn't get hurt. So that's where I'd push back a little. Nah. I think the Eagles were winning that game yeah, regardless because this is where where I think that maybe we differ on the 49ers. 49ers are not that good. They are a fine team. When you look at who they beat with Brock Purdy, it was a bunch of nobodies. I think their best win they had was against – Dallas in the playoffs, but Brock Purdy had multiple interceptions dropped in that game, and they won that game 19-12. to It was not an impressive win by any stretch. Um, you, they beat the Dolphins with Tua, but outside of that, they beat like the Cardinals, the Raiders, they, Washington. They did not beat good teams. The Niners' biggest problem is they are not a good passing offense because of Brock Purdy. And if you cannot pass the ball and have a high-quality quarterback in the NFL, I refuse to take you seriously. I, when I look at the NFC, to me – It's the Eagles and the Cowboys and everybody else. After that, look, could the Niners make it to the second round of the playoffs? Sure. Their division's not that great. They do have a good defense, although they did lose their defensive coordinator. But I when I look at the Niners, I don't feel a fear or a or a feeling of, man, they might beat the Eagles or they might be the one seed. Like, no, the Eagles are way better than the Niners are. And that's why this all this fixation on the Niners, I don't get it. The fixation should be on the Cowboys. Like we're we're taking our eyes off the off the goal here. And I think part of that is because deep down, the reason this topic like resonates with people so much is because they know there's truth to it. No, and so they feel a need to push back on it. But what truth? Like, because, the truth is that game ended the second Brock Purdy. Yeah, but did, and I think the but, Eagles would have I think the Eagles would have won. I, I just, hang, but just hang on. Okay. Because here's what we're not accounting for. This would be like you know, like like a, like a boxer. That's a boxing match, and one the champion is a slight 
a slight favorite. Were the Eagles slight favorites in this yeah, game? Yeah, it was maybe three points. Right, so they're like, like slight favorites. Um, you know, so like not heavy favorites, but just like, you know, regular favorites, slight favorites. And the underdog, who would be the 49ers, got knocked out in the second round. And after the fight, all the all the all the loser keeps talking about is, well, if I didn't get knocked out in the second round, I would have beat him because I would have taken him the distance. The Eagles knocked out both quarterbacks in the game. Like, sorry, Niners, you were injured because your offensive line wasn't good enough, and the Eagles did a better job in getting to the quarterback. See, but I just don't think the, these weren't were these fluke injuries. I mean, did he slide on the bad turf and tear his knee up, or did did he actually get sacked, or did he actually get hit by the defense? But why do we care what they're saying to justify it? No, but 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 real quick to this injury thing. So, like, was it the Eagles' fault that Carson Wentz got hurt in 2017? Was it the Eagles' fault that, like, when are we—we can't blame teams for injuries. Yes, he was hurt within the rules of the game. It was a clean hit. I agree with that. It still very, very much impacted that game. If Jalen Hurts left in the first quarter of the Super Bowl or the first but I drive, know it impacts you're the telling game. me we wouldn't be saying but, for months they would have won that game? Well, maybe they should—no, you know what I'd be saying? Protect them better. Don't have an offensive line that's going to get him killed. Like, but but like, even within that statement, is you believing but, they would win if Jalen stayed but healthy? But we're, we're acting like that both quarterbacks getting knocked out wasn't a product of the Eagles' defense. It was a product of the Eagles' defense. The reason why they weren't playing was because the Eagles' defense dominated their offensive line. But, but John, to go back to the, the, the Eagles-Seahawks game in four years ago, I mean, we were saying those exact same things when Wentz got knocked out of that game. The we game were was, saying the, if the Wentz game was stayed over, in, the Eagles for sure. Yeah, yeah the, the game was over for sure. You know, one thing we didn't say, Josh, there should have been the third emergency quarterback rule because Josh McCown couldn't do anything out there because he tore so his butt. So people focus on the Niners like with this the rule. I like of it. And, and I get oh. why. But I believe that rule is put in place because the NFL watched that product and said, we can never have this happen again. Well, we could never have it. Yeah, it killed the game. It was boring. But and it, weren't they whining that the rule needs to be changed and if the rule was different that they would have had a chance to win the game? Yes, they were whining about that. 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 But, but it, I think it was a good rule. I think and, it was a good change. And just for the record, the guys that are killing us in San Francisco hate the fact that their that their players are whining about this stuff. They yeah. said, I was listening to them this morning. They said it's a bad look and it makes them look weak. Well, it the does. De- the Debo thing, I think you can tell he's he's been either told or has decided I am no longer talking about this because it doesn't benefit them at all. The Eagles are a better team than the Niners. That game was already going to be hyped up. All the Niners are doing is making it so when they come to Philadelphia later in the year, and a lot could happen between them, but when they come into Philadelphia later in the year, they are not going to get an Eagles team that is looking past them. They are going to get a super motivated Eagles team. It's probably going to be the most vicious crowd of the season, and they've created that. Like, If they don't say anything, then I don't even think it's – you know, it's probably not as big of a deal, and Eagles fans aren't as worked up about it. They should be more worked up about the Cowboys. Right. But Eagles fans are furious at the Niners. Correct. And the Niners have done this to themselves. I'm sorry. I don't get it. Like, I don't get why this is a big deal. I don't get why, to echo Elliot's point a little bit, I don't get why Eagles fans are so concerned about this. Like, the Niners, they can justify whatever they need to do in their own brains why they would have won that game. I don't care about it. Like, I think the Eagles are a better team. You don't? You're yeah. in the minority. I, yeah, maybe I am. And I don't Elliot's understand right. why we care so right. much. But, Tom, right. but, like, we can debate the why and the if and the whatever. It's like when your significant other's mad at you. You can feel you're in the right. But the bottom line is, if your significant other is mad, then, like, They're you got to bite the bullet. They're right. mad. And Eagles fans are mad about this. So that crowd, like, you can hear Debo. It's He's afraid to game. talk about yep. it now. Because the Niners know what they have created. Do you guys really think that, that when it comes down to it, though, the atmosphere for that game is going to be crazier than the Cowboys game? Or, yes. or yes. A, a, a game of, yes. a, of a Giants game if it's a big game at well, the end of the, the year? Well, definitely the Giants game. Yes. Yeah, so definitely it's a big about. game at the end of the year, though? I, I mean, I don't know, man. This topic has been on the tip of everyone's tongue for months. It's a rematch of the title game. 
Like, I think the I think the more the focus should be on the Cowboys. People are overlooking the Cowboys. There's a chance the Cowboys could win this division. On the field, I agree with you. Yeah. On the but field, off the I agree field with you. too. I don't even buy really into the whole like it's the Cowboys, Cowboys week. But where'd all that go? The Cowboys have been the biggest rival for forever. We're finally gonna get meaningful games between these two teams, and people are just overlooking it like it's no big deal. And no. they actually have a passing offense that can throw the football. Yeah, they actually the have a good don't. they have a good quarterback. They have probably I know they did last year too. And they did the year before that, right? right? Like, and that's really why. Until they actually win this game that we're talking about, then we're not really going to believe in him, nor should we. But the, the Cowboys are a very good team. But I'm, I guess what they I'm won saying twelve is, games last year. Does does this frustrate you so much? Because I heard you on the way in. You know, you you hate the 49ers. You're mad at them. Yep. Does it hurt? Does it like frustrate you so much? Because deep down, you feel like there's some truth to it. No. Like, already- you think that that's why it eats at you a little bit? It's like when people tweet mean stuff at me all the time. The ones that stick with me are the ones where I'm like. God, like, are they right about that? Like, don't you think there's a little part of this where Eagles fans go, you know what? Like, it did cheapen the victory. Right, it well, was still a victory. It mattered. But there's no question that's not like a playoff game that's going to live in Eagles history because it wasn't a real game. We'll take, well, sure it will because it got them to the Super Bowl and they knocked out both quarterbacks. That's like the body bag game where Brian Mitchell was finishing the game as the quarterback. You know, we don't look at that and be like, oh, well, no, it's the body bag game because the quarterback's got but knocked it's, but out. But it's remembered because it's of all the injuries in the body bag game. Like, think about 38 to 7 against the Vikings, right? That was not a close game, but that's remembered as an outstanding dominant performance, right? This is not remembered that way. This game is remembered for well, Brock for Purdy different getting reasons. hurt. It's not for different reasons. This game will always be remembered as the game the Niners quarterback got hurt on the first series 100%. offensively. Yeah. Is there a signature play that isn't Purdy getting hurt in that game? I mean, honestly, I don't remember Smith's, anything. It might be the Christian McCaffrey run. I don't remember like a anything. Signature from Eagles the game. play, like signature no. Eagles highlight. Devontae Smith's catch that really wasn't a catch yeah, that they I forgot you know, about didn't that, overturn yeah. on the yeah. first drive. You know what? I should actually go watch, rewatch that game because I know we're going to watch the as a station. We'll yeah, talk about coming. We're going to watch it. Yeah, this is the thing, John. You're not going to want to rewatch that game because it was so boring after Brock Purdy. You're got right. Hurt. You're right. It's yeah, not worth rewatching because I, I pr- probably did stop watching. I it. think that's what eats at people about it is no. All year, Eagles fans were told you haven't played anybody. And if we're being honest, the Eagles got one of the easiest paths to the Super Bowl a team will ever I, get. And I think that's why the Niners fan thing eats at people. Because while it is true they knocked Brock Purdy out, and we can all believe they would have won that game, I believe it. Deep I down, totally disagree. Deep down, the problem with this is we all know that that game was over the second that happened and that the Niners are, are right. They can complain about it, whine about it, whatever. There's truth to what the Niners are saying, and that's what eats at people about it. I, I couldn't disagree more, and people can weigh in, 215-592-9494. It's that they got beat, they lost their quarterbacks, sucks to be you, to continue to whine as players is soft. It's soft. It's embarrassing. Their their behavior after this is embarrassing. I'd be pissed if I was on that team. I'd feel like, damn it, I wish we would have had, I wish we would have had our quarterback. Then this year, go out and do the same thing. Don't continue to whine about it. And to disrespect the Eagles, which is we would have beaten them, we would have beaten them. Nobody actually believes that you would have beaten them or, or like feels that strongly about it that they would have beaten it. Like, So I agree but, with you that it's embarrassing, but the reason we react to it so much and the reason we are so obsessed with it, I think, is because we know there's truth to it. If it was no big deal, we'd just laugh it off. It'd be, oh, look what Debo said. And like that'd be in the 4 o'clock hour for four minutes, right? Like Instead, this is something that eats at people. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, 
or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. All right, let's take a phone call. Corey in Columbus. Corey, what's up? Go ahead. Johnny Marks, what up? ESP, TK, what up? What's up, Corey? What's up, Corey? Good to hear from you, man. It's been a while. Hey, man, I, I feel like y'all, like, this is all being forgotten. So we, we got to go back to, you know, the beginning. This started because Debo said, and I quote, Darius Slay is okay. James Bradbury is trash. Now, time out. Let's talk about this. So you call somebody on your team trash. Now, they was the number two tandem all season long, and you call somebody on your team trash? Like, I feel like as a fan base, you have the right to be disrespected by that, right? So you know what's yep. interesting so, about that, Corey, is I'd forgot he said that. And I think the reason that never gets brought up is because we all know it's not true. Like, we never bring up that quote, right. even though no, that's probably I, the most disrespectful is, thing they said. Right. But this is what I want to talk about where, where I'm understanding where John's coming from, and I'm starting to switch with him, too. The Cowboys is a tough team, but that's like an understood rivalry. Like, we know the Cowboys is always going to be there. But this is the thing with the, with the, with the whole Niners situation that kind of, like, gets under my skin to other people. Now, let, let's, go through, let's go through everything we talked about, the Chiefs, all that stuff. So, with the Chiefs, right, we lost to them by three points. Jalen, Jalen Hurts turned the ball over. We, we say that lost us the game, right? Mm-hmm. The field conditions we can't control. But we lost to them by three points. So we're looking at it like if the field would have been, you know, ready to go or whatever, playable, we felt like, like Jay, uh, Brandon Graham said, they blessed that the field wasn't like that. Is it an excuse? Yes, obviously. But we lost to them by three. This same Chiefs team, right, blew the 49ers out by, what, 25? The same, the same, the defense was there. That's that, they defense, okay, it might have been Jimmy G as the quarterback, but their defense, both on all them, that's the same players. But this, they, the, I agree. The, the Niners the are thing, overrated. I agree with you. Corey. This is the thing to me, Corey. Either way, it's making for making an excuse for the reason you lost the game. Like whether it's the Niners making an excuse about Purdy or the Eagles making an excuse about the turf. Either way, you're making an excuse for why you didn't win that game. Right. Like if the Eagles won that game by three, and the big story in Kansas City was that field was wet. We would be mocking them oh, no to, to no end. We would laugh about it. We'd say that's loser energy. All those things. Now. I'm not saying Eagles fans are doing that because I understand the frustration about the field. But I think, to Tom's point, yeah, the Niners fans are probably just doing what what we would do if in a similar situation. It's really the players is what what the I mean. I know that some Eagles right players have it's, weighed in. Yeah, it's it's I'm I'm and I'm sure that see like the fans in the media seem to be more mad at that we're trash here. That like the fans are trash, right? The players are mad. And Uncle Jamie's listening and he he texted me. And he said that Eagles fans are mad because um, because it's a lack of respect for the Eagles. And that's why it eats at people because what the Niners continue to do by talking is showing a lack of respect for what the Eagles did last year. Let's not act like it. And I agree with you, Elliot. When you look at – well, I'll ask this all the time. Who's the best quarterback the Eagles beat last year in the mm-hmm. regular season? They, they didn't They didn't play a lot of great quarterbacks in the regular season, but they dominated all their competition for the most part, 100%. right? 100%. So it's not like when you look at the Eagles' season, the regular season last year, that it was some fluky year. The Eagles, are the, the Eagles are the best team in football the entire season. 
So there was a reason why that they were favorites in the NFC Championship game. And I don't sense a lot of respect from the 49ers towards the Eagles. But, but do you have all. a burning desire to be respected by the 49ers? Like, I could care less what they think. Like, I don't care if they respect the Eagles or not. If they don't, great. It makes that game even more but, interesting. But, but that is why it eats, with, eats at people. Like, yeah. you, you, you don't care about that, right? But, like, for most people that we're talking about, if we're looking at every Eagle fan, you're in the minority, not a huge minority, well, but, but a minority. I, but what I'm saying, though, is I think the Niners thing is like a microcosm for a bigger, like, insecurity here, I guess, maybe, not to use a, a buzzword right now, but, but, like, an insecurity where all year the Eagles team and fans were told – this team is not good because they're not beating anybody. All year, that was the topic with this team. When they were eight, no, it's they haven't beaten anybody. When they're in the playoffs, blah, blah, Agreed. blah. So I think this Niners thing, like deep down, the the thing that eats at people about it is it's like poking at something that they either felt or was told all year. And that's why mm. we're so obsessed with it. That's why what Debo talks about it, it's like all our you know, rabbit ears go up. And it's like, all right, let's see what he's going to say because we're, we're obsessed with this idea that maybe the Eagles weren't as good as we think. Yeah, if, 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 uh, if if AJ Brown was talking the way that Debo's talking, I'd be extremely annoyed at him, so, and, I, and I would think it would look look us as fans look weak. So, what do you think Eagles fans would think if AJ Brown came out and said that field was really bad, and I think we're the better team? And if that field was that if that field was even, I think we win the game. You don't think fans would be like, "Way to go, AJ!" Like, "Way, way to stick up." They love it. Joe mm. Joe DeCamera, you'd love it, yeah, John. Mm-mm. Yeah, yeah, you would. Not if you're being disrespectful to the Chiefs. Right. Well, it's basically what Brandon Graham said is by, disrespectful. By, by, to the, Chiefs, by right? the way, by the way, it was a three-point game, and the Eagles. But the only reason the, the I Eagles think they would have won that game. Back. But but the reason that that Niners game was such a blowout is because it was over. But 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 like, do we all agree that the Eagles, while they lost the game, you can make the case that they played better than the Chiefs did during the game? So no, I, I'm I don't because I think they made the critical mistakes. Right, but, I, I but, know, but, but yes, but it was it was a close game. For right, sure. like the Eagles yeah. played very well. Right, so you look at it and say, well, if the turf was better, the defensive line would have had a better chance to get to the quarterback. They couldn't get to Pat Mahomes. That was the difference in the game. I never made that excuse. I'm more mad at the NFL because how do you how do you put a crap surface out like that for any Super Bowl? For any Super Bowl, but at least in this case, it actually affected my team, and I, my team was involved in it. But but this is the thing, John. Like, it's not about the individual issues. It's about like the more macro thing of just making excuses. Like, I don't look at it that much different because the Niners are making an excuse, the Eagles are making an excuse. It's the same thing to me. Yeah, whatever. I would also ask both of you. I think I know where Tom falls on. This. I don't care. But 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 like, who do you think was impacted more, the Eagles by that field or the Niners by the loss of Purdy? Uh, the Niners by the loss of Purdy. No doubt, Niners. Yeah, sure. Right, so I think, yes, like, obviously. So I get the comparison to the field, but the field impacted the game at such a smaller level. I think from a player standpoint, it's it's weak to say you would win the game based on the field conditions. I don't disagree with that. Complaining about the field, if I'm a player, just saying, like, I'm embarrassed, this is terrible, the NFL, like, I'm mad that that was the playing surface, all the players should say that. But you shouldn't say that you would have won the game because of the the, the playing surface, because that's a pretty big jump. That's essentially what the Eagles have said, though. Like to, to say that the Chiefs were blessed by playing on the field. Well, CJ, that's G. a roundabout way of saying then, that's a roundabout way of saying we would have won the game. Right? It's weak for the Eagles to bet. No, I'm saying and, it, it's weak. For, it's weak for the Eagles to blame the surface for losing the game. Yeah. If we got all 53 Eagles in a room and whatever they said was not going to be public, you don't think they would all say They're we think we hell. win that game? If yeah. yeah. So so what the Niners are doing, and I agree they shouldn't do it. They've set themselves up to get absolutely demolished when they come in here later in the year. But they are doing what we want athletes to do, which is tell how they really feel. All right, Joe and Deffer. Joe, what do you got? How are you? 
Joe, hello. No, Joe. We'll try Dewey in Rorysford, Pennsylvania. Dewey. Hey, how you guys doing? What up, Dewey? What's up, Dewey? Hey, Tom. Hey, Mark. Hey, Dan. What's up, Dewey? What's up, dude? How much, my man? Um, I take the 49ers thing not, not quite as serious as some people do. Um, the guy that got hurt was a backup quarterback, and it, like Steve Young got hurt. You know, obviously, that's a guy from the past. Right. Um, but I'm going by talent. Um, he, you know, he, he reminds me, Perry reminds me of somebody like Haneke, you know, Washington, where he, he can move the ball. He's not usually going to beat you with a deep ball. And, you know, he might get a couple first downs and then you get a punt. That's a typical drive for all those guys. Uh, so that's why I don't buy into the, the rivalry. To me, rivalries would be Cowboys, Steelers, Ravens. Why are the Steelers? Oh, you're talking about the Steelers and the Ravens arrival. Right. He's talking about great Ravens, NFL rivalry. Against the Ravens. I'm sure. NFL well, but, but I'm you, sorry. I'll keep it Eagles. No, 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 no. I, I thought you were saying the Eagles and the Steelers were a no, big no, rival. No, 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 no. Steelers, so, Ravens. So, Dewey, like for the most part, it's almost like two It's like two separate categories. Like, yeah, you're going to have your divisional natural rivals, right? The Phillies and the Mets because mm-hmm. of location and same NL uh, East and whatever else. And Mets fans are annoying and Phillies fans are annoying. We hate each other, right? But then you're also going to have just over periods of time where teams become rivals because of stuff like this. Yeah. And you had said it earlier in the show, Elliot, and it doesn't seem like that you necessarily agree with it, but right now the fan base is lathered up into the 49ers. And right now things can change because of circumstances over the course of the year. But right now, hanging into the season, the 49ers game is the most anticipated game of the year. Oh, 100%. Now I disagree with it. That's what I've been saying. I, I, I think the Cowboys is the bigger game, but if you ask me, which do fans want to win more? I think there's no question. It's the 49ers. I think that's wrong. But I think that's what fans would pick. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Marks and Reese, ESPs in studio talking rivalries. What does he? Who does he think the biggest rival in the city is right now? Also, we have uh, an update on James Harden's future with the Seventy Sixers. Dave McMenamin of ESPN, uh, sometime recently here, I think he went on the Dan Patrick Show and he uh, gave an update on James Harden's future with the Seventy Sixers. We'll play that audio for you or tell you what he said coming up next. Don't go anywhere. It's Marks and Reese on ninety four WIP. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.